The views and opinions expressed on From the Mouths of Madness are that of the panel and not of the Geeks Under the Influence Network or their sponsors, Amazon.com and TeePublic.com. Listeners, beware. straight for the mouths of madness i am one of the hosts lowdown with me as always is f you hunter what's up you william shatner mask wearing motherfuckers <laughs> <laughs> you crispy critters yeah <laughs> yeah a little a little singed <laughs> i still just love a little the fact... on the collar maybe? I, I don't know. yeah maybe. i'm just saying i still love the fact that like that mask like from og even Burnt to a crisp just doesn't lose the creepiness. And it's yeah, William true. Shatner's fucking face. Like, and when you see the original mask, you're like, oh, that looks terrible. Yeah. Who thought to paint that white? That's what I'm and saying. That's what's so genius. Diet, diet brown. Yeah. Like, who the fuck thought of that? Because that mask looks like but shit. But it works. Mask. It just works. Like, it works. Yeah. All right. So we're going to call it out um, again. I know Hunter doesn't like this. And I personally don't either because you're going to see the fucking title. Spoilers. 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 Anything spoilers. I say after this, it's on you. Yeah. Spoilers. 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 Uh, on the chopping block tonight, we're going to be talking about the new 2021, supposed to release last year. I was going to say, damn it. was 2020, now 2021. Halloween Kills. Yep. That's right. Fucking A. Halloween Kills. Finally, we got our we got our part two of the Bloomhouse, David Gordon Green, Danny McBride. Who's the other writer? I forget. Some I, other guy, I, yeah. Yeah. He's also a very vital role. Yeah, yeah, no, I know. I just I don't have vital. his name in front of me. So exactly, I just yeah. But uh, thank you, person that I can't think of name. Yeah, yeah. Yes, you are equally important and apart, and we love you. Um, we finally got chapter two of their trilogy. Yeah, we're gonna dig into that. Talk about some little surprises that not everybody might know. And I I didn't even dig for this. I just randomly came across it while I was just reading some articles. You know, once I see the movie, I'll read some articles about it because they all contain it's, spoilers. Now it's safe. Know, yeah. Now it's safe. So there's 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 some cool stuff they did in this movie. I'll give them that. I'll throw this out there real quick. That they decided to screen this because you know they had a finished copy last year. So when you got to some of the festivals, they decided to kind of show this at some of the festivals. And this is where you had the division of the film critics and the horror film critics mm-hmm. because the film critics were Rated like shit. Ugh. All he's doing is killing a fuck ton of people. There's not a lot of you know this or that. And, you know, and just bitching. And then all the horror film critics are like, dude, all he's doing is killing a bunch of motherfuckers. And like, and it's just this division where they're communicating the same thing. But one critic's like, I didn't see character build up. I didn't see this. The other one's like, dude, you should have seen the way he kills half these motherfuckers. Like, yeah, you're right. Just two different things. And the thing is, in fact, if, if someone's saying, uh, you know, I haven't read any re- negative, uh, negative reviews. Uh, well, I've seen a couple. And I, to to their uh, point, and we will get into that. Some of them are valid. I don't think it's valid for the rating they gave them, but the points are valid. Yeah, it's you know, bit. Yeah, it's like it's a fucking horror movie. Like what the fuck? Like it's about a escape mental patient who puts on a mask and kills people. What, I'll what say you... for myself personally, I cautiously went into 2018. Very. I, I've been who hurt. Are you telling. I know. Who are you telling? Yeah, because we've trusted a few times. Michael, my and dude. we've gotten hurt. It's that uncle, you're like, I don't know, man. You, this is, you keep like, fucking hey, me over with the- Did he get me the present I want for Christmas, or is he inviting me into his basement? Exactly. Which, which uncle are we getting here? And <laughs> so going into 2018, and man, I mean, blown away. We've talked about it on a prior episode, just how 
fucking amazing 2018 yeah, Halloween. Yeah, we is. could jizzle over that all day. And so the problem is going into this is that I am already so up on the prior movie that I get paranoid. My expectations are just going to go too far up. Yeah, yeah, and I agreed. I was, I was so stoked, beca- but I was so stoked on this film because of how uh, uh, just elated I was with my fears when I ca- walked out of 2018. Yeah. Like when I walked out of, tw- like, I mean, the first time viewing that in theaters, I was so nervous. But walking out of that theater, I was just like, fuck yes. Now, I will start this with saying, we talked about the critics. It's it's only, ra- like, Rotten Tomatoes only gave it, like, a critics rating of 58%, which is bullshit. Yeah. It's fucking bullshit. But I will say, before we go into this, in my opinion, it is not as good as 2018. Yeah. Uh, like, I and that's, and, not that's, give, and that's not saying it's and a bad movie. The problem is it's just I had not to, as good as 2018. But I had to watch it a second time just to kind of, because you get the hype mode and you get the like over, kind of sometimes over, over critical because you're so, that I watched it that second time to kind of absorb everything and look at it kind of more as a movie than this hype machine that I've been waiting fucking two, yeah. two plus exactly. or a year That extra for. year even, it affects it even more because you had to wait a whole other year of exactly. hype. Like you're just, you're already fiending after a year. And now you have to wait another year. And now we only have to wait a year for ends. Yeah. Like, God. It's like, oh, man. That's just weird. It's weird. Uh, but anyway, we can start digging into this. Uh, so I was surprised that Hawkins was still alive. I don't know how you get stabbed in the jugular. I, well, I'll <laughs> like, be honest. I thought two last words, you know, he must die and then dead. Yeah. But he's like, he must die. Can you hold this? Because there's blood I shooting out of my neck. I'm kill him. I'm like, what the I'm fuck? I'm like, it must have been really close. <laughs> yeah. Plus, I could be wrong, but I thought he got run over. He did. He did get run over. You heard a clunk. And that's what I was, I, well, I was it confused. Could, it could have been. Mis- it could have been thought of as the running over the curb because they were all over the curb. We, I, dude, and I've it watched it. Been, I know. We no, all are like. The car was directly in front of Hawkins. It yeah. was directly in front of Hawkins. So when Sart- Sartain, Sartain drives away, clunk, it's like <laughs> it, it was him, man. <laughs> him. I think they just went. Well, we didn't show you him getting hey, completely run it's over. It's a loophole. So it's a loophole. But it, it must have been goddamn like a minute or so when from them driving away. Because because seriously, like that's a lot of blood shooting out of him for well, if you think about him it, to talk, let alone still be alive. And if you think about it, there, it it probably was because everything was kind of yeah. Especially at the beginning, a lot of things were happening simultaneously. You know, around the same time. That so, is true. Uh-oh. I remember when we saw that I saw the Trevor Holland kills, and we saw that uh, shitty ass fuckhead, you know, boyfriend was, yeah. you know, going to be in this. I got a little giddy because yeah. they wrote him a little. They wrote him a bit of an arc. Like you didn't realize that his dad by writing in Lonnie being one. Oh, because we got oh yeah, fuck the flashback. We'll get to that. We, they wrote in his dad having had an encounter with Myers the same night when he was a kid trick or treating. Yeah, uh, and that Michael Myers has fucked his family up too. Like it might have been the reason why his mom left. They don't go into that. You don't know his dad just might be fucked up. And then you realize that he's not a bad person because the first all he cared about was getting to uh, Allison. Yeah, that's all he cared about, and cared about helping her. But- so like as the movie goes on with his character, I think you get an arc, and I think they had to do that because when he gets it, it's not nice. Can we give it up to adult Lonnie? By the no way. shit. Because that kid, I mean, just from what we saw in the OG movie, those kids fucking pig on him and fucking his, his pumpkin gets fucking smashed. Then we cut to him in the flashback in this one. What's what's happening? He's getting picked on again, right? And then 
that motherfucker runs into goddamn Michael Myers. Like, after all these kids are like, the boogeyman's gonna get you, he literally was face-to-face with the That The fact that Dalt Lonnie is not, like, having a heroin needle just hanging out of his fucking arm going, it makes the bad man go away. Yeah. Props, dude. Yeah. Because that dude has some fucking childhood trauma all in the span of one fucking day, all right? Yeah, well, I mean- His kid, my kid actually gets a kind of pass for being an asshole because- Dad has some shit. That's, I'm just I saying. Mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, and I mean, well, all those kids. I mean, all the all the survivors, Lindsay and you know Tommy as well. Like, they were. I feel like very well rounded for what they went through as adults. Tommy, I think it starts to come he some, out. He had some repressed. Let's rage. just say <laughs> it starts to come out. Like, there's a you know he has a very impassionate speech in front of everybody. Good all speech, right. by the way. Great speech. Great speech. But the men, they're like, I think, you know, and they start realizing, like, I think his car is like, give me the bat. Now he's already beating the shit out of this person, stranger's car, just like, get out of here, motherfucker. You're like, dude, you, you oh. got you got some shit to work out, dude. Side note, like, I noticed this the second time uh, watching the film that when he starts the car, the song that's playing is the opera song. I forget the name. All I know is they say Figaro. Yeah. You remember the intro to... Figaro, like, yeah. Figaro. I yeah. was like, oh, okay, that's cute. I, I got you. I didn't notice that the first time, but I thought that was really cool. There's a lot of little stuff like that. It is a little movie. distracting seeing the nerd from Breakfast Club as <laughs> the angry build-up motherfucker in Tommy. Hey, he, you was know? Also, he was also in the Dead Zone series. That's true. And, and Dark Knight. He did well in that. He did well in Dark Knight. Yeah. You know, really well in Dark Knight, actually. And I've met him at a con. He's he's a cool super motherfucker. Nice. Yeah. Michael Hall is a super nice dude, man. And that's why I think he gets roles like this, just because yeah. they're like... Hey, like, I, I would almost think that with the people in here that they met him at a con. Because yeah. you've got different people that have been on the con circuit that are in this movie. And they said, hey, if you're casting a role, throw a bone to my dude, man, because he's fucking awesome. Truth. It pays Truth. to be fucking the nice guy in Hollywood, man. Bringing up the survivors of that night as a huge part, you know, of that film, that flashback. Now, I didn't know that there was going to be a flashback, and, and, I, and it wasn't an intentional spoiler, and it wasn't one that pissed me off. Right. The Falling Monster Mania and their expo they're doing at the end of October, they announced that they were going to have two special Halloween kills uh, celebrity guests. And I'm like, okay, Jamie yeah. Curtis? Like, who? Are, you gonna be, are they big? Like, what? Anyway, and like two days before the release of the film, they released Aaron Armstrong, and he's the one that played 1978 Michael. So they had a picture of OG Michael Mask, and I was like, Holy fuck! It's a flashback. Yeah, it's like sweet. So, and I, I wasn't even mad about it because it was just there's some dude who played Michael. Now, when I was watching the film both times, I was like needlepoint watching his movements because James Drew Courtney, yeah. James Drew Courtney had to play an older version of Nick Castle's Myers. This dude had to play Nick Castle, Castle. the exact same night. I thought he did a, he good, did a job. good job, dude. When he, he does, was a little faster. He was a little faster. A little faster. But when the cop gets shot and then he turns and just walks away, he did. It was very, very close to like yeah. he turns and just like straight ahead, yeah. And you don't matter, bye bye, and just straight ahead walk. And it was that slow pacing, like casual walk with him. So. Yeah, he had. I mean, like the scene when Hawkins, young Hawkins, runs into him in the alley, and he you know tells he doesn't stop, and Michael just stops and turns around, and then the he, Hawkins goes to shoot, and Michael just again very just robotic, doot, and walks. You're like fucking awesome. And I was a little bit worried about them doing the flashback because you know 2018 they just go. He fucking got captured. That's all there's to it. The one thing I was really kind of impressed with is that they made it seem like the film stock from OG Halloween. Like, there is a difference in quality. Like, the there's a way- grit. There's a grit that seems like... The- and you can... And I was impressed that, with heard that. about that. There is a grit. Yeah. Well, the biggest surprise is after he shoots his buddy cop instead of Michael, and oh, the cop show go. up, and is here in the... He's here! The evil is here! Has he killed again? Has, Has he... he- 
tell me, has he killed that, again? That was a little distracting, I'll be <laughs> honest. And I'll, I'll be honest, I thought they were going to have Loomis shadow kind of over his face, but they're like, we've got the technology. We got a guy that's kind of round like him. Let's CGI his face. So No, so actually it's... um. Dr. Loomis' body was played by a, a guy named Tom Jones Jr. Right. Who actually looks like Donald Pleasance. Right. But isn't that CGI or am I... There is a little CGI to kind of round it out, but like right. him naturally looks like, like looks like Donald Pleasance. All right. Because he looked a little, like, a little heavier. The yeah. face, I'll give it's the like butt. It's like they took Loomis from six and how but heavy he was. Was it distracting and... as Grand Moff from fucking Rogue One? No. Not no. not anywhere God close damn. to it. Oh, Jesus. It was a quick scene, you know. Yeah. And, and he, he he was saying stuff that Loomis would say, like, how's he killed? God, we must stop. And yeah. you get into Loomis right there was like execution time, motherfucker. Yeah. And yeah. I reloaded, bitch. <laughs> and Hawkins. Dumbass. Dumb motherfucker. Dumbass. So you know what? He should kind of take it on that he 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 was like, don't kill the innocent person. Nope. That's somebody's child. Fuck that. No. <laughs> Fuck that. No, well, no. So I was gonna say the voice of Loomis was the same guy they cast to do the audio in twenty eighteen from the tapes. And it's a uh, Colin Mahan. Right. Mahan, Mahan, whatever. So he's just does an impersonation and they just dubbed it over uh Tom Jones Jr.'s uh, mouth, I guess. Yeah. I mean, for what it was, it was solid. It definitely was, it wasn't distracting. It, it, you uh, you said it was a little distracting. I mean, but it wasn't pulled me out of the movie. Yeah, no. I was like, oh, okay, and I was like, oh, they actually showed his face. That was what distracted me. Is I just assume you're gonna see silhouette or shadow, yeah. bald head, trench coat. And you go, we all know who that is. So I was like, wow, they're they're going for it. They put him at the bottom of the stairs, light right on his face. So I think that um, they made a little more over the top than how Loomis was in the first film. Like, Loomis was very, like, he's evil, but, like, that... A lot of people remember Loomis from the sequels, how it got progressively worse. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? And so I, you took, like I said, you took Loomis from, like, five or six and brought him back to the same night as one. Well, and one, two, he was, two especially. I mean... Oh, yeah, he was yeah he was we, over the top in two, yeah. He was like... <laughs> can we, do we not address, address that he pretty much murdered a child who was unfortunately wearing the same costume as the guy who was hunting? It was Ben I Tramer. Mean, they're like, Ben Tramer's like... Ben Tramer. And they're like, well, oh, accidents happened. No, dude. No, dude. Loomis caused that dude to He's fucking... There. There he is. Yeah. <laughs> and no charges were ever brought up. Nope. Just like... He walked in front of moving traffic. I mean, Look, it wasn't Loomis's fault. Loomis is above the law. I'll throw that out there. <laughs> little little the law. little Easter egg. When you watch OG Halloween, when he pulls up to the facility to talk to, I guess Sheriff Brackett. Not Sheriff oh, Brackett. Oh, the doctor, the, doctor, head, the yeah. head doctor of the facility. Loomis parks in a handicapped spot. Gives no fucks. Yep. Gives no, well, He's above the law, dude. Above the law. He's above the law. I just I watched that one. That motherfucker pulled in a handicapped spot. I know he doesn't have a sticker. But yeah, so they definitely made him. Like, if it was the same night, yeah, he might have been scared, but I don't think we would have immediately propelled to, like, that level. Well, he, he did, did shoot him six times. He did shoot him in the <laughs> yeah, original, yeah. and then he got up, so he's like, well, headshot should fucking do it, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but all in all, that, that flashback was awesome. It was, a great, it was a great addition to the film. It was something I wasn't expecting, so yeah. that was nice. And the other thing, the whole this never occurred to me, and I'm so mad at myself. I like logistics, and it was a logical thing to do because Michael's not an idiot. The whole time I had an extra year to think about it and be pissed that I couldn't see the movie last year was how the fuck has he survived the fire? No shit. There's a whole fucking empty gun locker now. God damn it. God I damn it. I love the reveal of that. Oh, I was so because pissed. Because the firefighter's down there and you're like, well. Michael's down there somewhere. And you're like, I don't know where he would hide. The whole place on fire. And that fucking gate comes up. And I was like, oh shit. 
shit. That's what that's what he said. He was like, oh shit. Yeah, but I'm saying, <laughs> as I didn't even think about it either, he's a he's a crafty motherfucker. Like he's not stupid. Yeah, and like they had emptied the guns out to attack him, so like it was empty. Yeah. Oh, there's like, plenty of room now. It's the, like, now these shotguns the aren't in here. But I'm mean, like, this so genius. So all it took was him leaving the staircase because they ran off and didn't watch him. Yeah. Walking down the stairs through the fire, which is where you get the singe from, and he's like, oh, opening with metal door that can't fire can't get through. Hey, like. That it was just brilliant. It was, but let's. I want to go into a high point of this movie. You talking about the firefighter scene? Just in general, <laughs> we can say firefighter scene. The kill count. Oh fuck, dude! It's off the fucking yeah, charts. This is, this One of surpassed. the things I love about the Hatchet series is they just go everybody you meet, you're they're gonna die. Some are gonna have some crazy fucking deaths. This same way pretty much goes. Pretty much everybody you meet. They're gonna fucking die. They're gonna die and they're gonna die bloody. Yeah, they're not nice. Like, and you get you understand the first kill when he comes out and he takes the fireman pry bar and he bashes it through the fucking helmet and then it's the pull out and there's this gaping fucking hole yep. in the dude's head you're like yeah alright here oh, we go when the cops show up after the fact and it's I, you see you the forget, buzzsaw thing you see we, what happened but we forget oh yeah this is the same house with the mana lantern. So they yeah. first look at the mana lantern. I was like, oh, yeah. The mana I'll lantern. add that to the fuck ton of firefighters oh, that are fucking dead. And Sertain's uh, dead down the road. Mm -hmm. Fucking the husband's dead. Like all these other bodies that were already there prior to the carnage that happened with the their dude first from, responders. Uh, yeah, Rescue Me. Yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, you're so fucked, dude. dude. <laughs> and by the way, I like how this, this one kind of said that Michael Myers is like, look, I could kill you with a knife, but. It's 2021. Let's use a little initiative. Takes the fucking fluorescent bulb. Dude. Stabs her. And you hear blood draining out of the fucking tube. Yeah, and I dude. was like, that's fucking badass. That's so fucking sick. It was like she was ready to go until she saw him break it. If, I feel like it would have been different if he had just like grabbed a knife and went after her. She might have fought back. But it's like, oh, I'm going to. What do you, this, yeah. She's like, what this motherfucker is, what? Yeah. <laughs> and then bash, now, stab, stab. That scene also brings up a question. Um, did Michael have any kind of OCD tendencies that I never saw in any that, other that movies? That was just enjoyment, because I feel like. It, it almost seemed like to him, he saw nine, nine knives. So I must stab them. Nine knives nine in times. the cutting board. He's like, oh, wow, usually I only see like five or six. Well, let's try one and two, because that dude just keeps... Putting nine, dude was already dead. Yeah, all he's doing, and I was just like, This is this some kind of OCD thing? And Michael's like, Okay, nine knives, nine knives. I gotta put nine knives in him. Like, like before well, he the way walked that, away. It's the way that uh, Courtney portrays it. Like, he just looks back, he's like, and then he reaches, shunk, funk, ooh, shunk, funk. He just slaps. <laughs> well, he only ever has access to one. Normally, there's only like, right. normally, he, he he usually gets it in the kitchen when it's just like out and around, and he doesn't look... cutting a tomato, yeah, or you know, some yeah, shit, yeah, yeah. And, like, cutting a ham and Halloween yeah. too, or like. Uh, uh, Lori had it in the first one. Yeah, you know, so like he had a whole magnetic strip of knives. I mean, if there's a knife, Dude. he would use it. We saw that with a with a couple with a charcuterie fucking knife. I know, <laughs> Big John, Little John, Big John, <laughs> Big John, Little, Little John. John. <laughs> The dude from Mad TV, dude. Yeah, have you ever seen the memes coming out about that already? No. So you know the 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 big baby he played like it's got him in a uh, in a in a sleepy onesie on a couch with his foot out. You know he used to wag it, and it's like someone imp imposed Michael under his foot, and it says stop. Yeah. <laughs> hey, stop it. <laughs> Don't. But very much the high point of this movie is not just the volume of kills, but some of the ways he does it. God damn, dude! I thought they were got in innovative in the 2018. So I will give this, like, I actually, I actually um wrote down some 
I mean, we, we talked about the buzzsaw to the head. I love how you all you see is blood squirting from the point of view of the firefighter. You don't see the carnage until that's the big gaping hole yep. in the head that you first see when they show up to the the aftermath. I'm like, God damn! Like, <laughs> oh, and um, the uh, stabbing the husband in the fucking eye. Yep, that shit was awesome. Yeah, and, like I remember uh, the second time I saw the rate like uh, with my wife, uh, it happened. I was like, I just kind of went, yeah, and she's like, oh. Yeah, okay. Fuck yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> like, yeah, that was so good. Plus, we so pretty good. much have a Tucker and Dale moment when the chick that's like, I oh, I'm at I'm at the shooting range every weekend. You get him anywhere near me, and she runs towards him. And here's the thing. At the end of the night, they're like, Michael Myers has killed like 32 people. And Michael Myers goes, uh-uh, 31. The car door technically killed her. Well, the bitch killed herself. But that's what I'm saying. She wanted he to go swing- all fucking Compton and he, use one fucking hand. He flew, he threw that fucking door. Never shoot a gun one-handed, you dumbass. Yep. That would have stopped that. You hold <laughs> the gun with two hands, and then you'll shoot yourself in the fucking... Uh, dude, I, but it's my, a Tucker Dale moment, because literally, he he throws over that door, and her right, and the gun, literally, she's pulling the trigger right back in the face. Dude, I fucking... That technically, he didn't kill her. He didn't kill her. Yeah. Right, he didn't... Uh, it's funny, the first night, I, I mean, both times I did, but the first night... I like laughed uncontrollably yeah. at that scene, and my my son was like, "Dad, stop!" I'm like, this shit's fucking funny. She's an idiot. <laughs> now, now I will say another thing that they show you in this film is when um, the nurse that takes the whole speech is like, "Hey, this is for Doctor Loomis, Michael," and shoots. Now you have a concealed carry, which the max you're going to have in those is five. I don't think I don't even know if she shot five times. She might only shot four. Bitch, that's why you carry a semi-auto. Yep, a concealed carry semi-auto has. I think the minimum I've seen in a nine mil is like eight. Like you, you carry guns with more bullets, and you wouldn't. Ha- you would have been dead. He yeah. would have been dead right there. But no, you got to go with your little revolver. He, but we'll bring up a little bit. His head. What he? A headshot. A headshot. Come on. A headshot. We'll get into this right, a little right, bit anyway. about that. But the other uh, top thing for me, most people know me. Know I'm a huge Halloween three fan. They had a slight cameo of the mask. In 2018. 2018. This one, though. You see the same kids being douchebags. Yeah. But you get a good slow crawl to the two victims. He's put the mask on. And then I was like, all right, there's two masks. And then it cuts to the swing. And you kind of slowly pan up. And there's a witch mask. And I was like, thank you so much. And here's something else I learned in this movie. There's artistic side to Michael Myers. He, you don't see it. It's a deleted scene, but he keeps the cameras back pocket because mm. he's always fucking posing his victims. He's not just killing them and stuffing them in whatever. That was the the the, the merry go round and the that's like posing. And then later on, the two gentlemen that are in his house, you know, you see the photo, and then when it cuts to the both of their bodies, he's mm-hmm. posed them. There's a little bit of Michael that's like artistic. I think he's taking photos for his well, collection. I mean, in the ori- in the '78 film, he poses. Uh, what's her exactly? Face with Is this something we just never really knew about it? There's a there's a dark room somewhere <laughs> of all these. Like, I like how I got this angle here. Like, I'm just saying, he does a lot of posing. He could just run away or go after other victims. He's like, I got about ten minutes to spare. What do I want to do with these bodies? Yeah, you're. Yeah, I mean, maybe. <laughs> I, I will say. I've learned a lot more about Michael Myers in this movie about the OCD, about him. You know, the artistic side that we just don't see. All right. You don't understand. This is. I'm just trying to make art. Just trying to make art. I'm not evil. <laughs> but uh, that followed after he killed after the car scene. They were in Lindsay's car. Lindsay had ran away with the kids, and you get that. You get a really intense scene, which I really liked with just moonlight. You know, in the tree line when like Michael's trying oh, to she's, find her when she's hiding. When she's hiding, that Dude. The tension in that scene is oh my God. really good. So good because she will not fucking stop. Like 
I know you're scared and you're freaked out, but your adrenaline's thing, up, dude. I understand. But when you're like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, guess what? You're not quiet. Yeah, yeah. And you're lucky you're next to a noisy fucking creek, which is, I guess, what saved her fucking oh, ass. Yeah, if, if it hadn't been a creek, she would have fucking died. She's she's not like breathing hard. Yeah, she was running, but she's like, oh, yeah, oh. and I'm like, stop. Could you just like cover your mouth? Like think the Please thoughts. Please stop. Stop. Yeah. Stop that. She lugged out. Now, tidbit: there is a Nick Castle cameo in this film as well. We all, all right. know in 2018 is when Laurie first looks up at the room and sees the shape, yep. reflection in the mirror. That one scene is Nick Castle. Now, they have not released which scene is Nick Castle's cameo in Kills, but they did release that he does all the breathing. Okay. So that whole scene when you're hearing him breathe in the woods, right? that's him. That's Nick I wonder Castle. If, I wonder if that's him on the bridge. Maybe. Last shot of the movie, possibly. Oh, that'd be sweet. Last shot of the movie. That was a sick shot, too. That's what I'm saying. That's like boner shot. If you're like, going, oh, God. If you're going to get Nick Castle in one scene. That's the shot. Last shot of the movie is yeah, probably the best one. That, that's true. Yeah. But he did do, like, and you don't have a lot of breathing from Michael in the film. I mean, they do it when they stop the music right before a kill. Like, you know what kill's going to happen? But they do the misdirection, and then Michael slams out of somewhere. Like, yeah. Rachel jumped at, like, two scenes, and I was like, yeah, it's fair enough. Because, like, the scene when he jumps out in the flashback. Right, right. Like that's 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 a harsh scene. But the scene when he jumps out at Cameron, that shit was fucking like, oh yeah, yeah that was brutal. <laughs> but anyway, uh, that scene when he's chasing Lindsay, yeah, you hear the music stops and you start to hear his breathing, and then the whole time he's looking, he's looking for her, and you worried you were talking about her breathing, but really all you hear Michael's breathing exactly. the whole time. And it's fucking awesome. Just just that little shit like that is just so well done, you know? Because the breathing thing they went away from in the in the original timeline of sequels. That is true. They went away from that. It was like a little bit in two, but after like four, five, six, H2O, Resurrection. Um, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, that's a bastardized fucking movie. Yeah. Anyway, I just thought that was really cool to know that Nick Castle still has a cameo in this film. Yeah. He's worried about it getting cut, because Tony Moran was supposed to have a cameo too. Remember that when they do one of the flashbacks, they show her do the, you know, take the face off, the mask off, and that in the original film was Tony Moran. Well, they cut right before you see his exactly. face. Oh, there's a whole point where there's a TV and they show the the one escaped inmate. Oh, that was awesome. And then, and that then, was awesome. And then, as they're bringing in Michael Myers, the camera zooms out. Zooms out. Dude, I was like, nice. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. Oh, I will say, in that same scene, you know, they show the victims like PJ Souls, and they get to the young. They get to a photo of Bob, the boyfriend who stabbed against the against With the glasses. The, guess yeah. who that is? No. That that actor had not done a movie since Halloween, so forty years. So they had trouble getting the rights to it, like an image or like a scene of him being killed. And uh, David Gordon Green went on the internet and just started scouring. He, I think he said he looked up Bob's actually, and he <laughs> came across a high school photo of Bob Odenkirk. That is, is that fucking it? Bob Odenkirk. Dude. I heard there was a slight it's, random cameo yeah, by him. That is That's that is it? a high school photo That's of Bob awesome. Odenkirk. And that fucking, That's now he's awesome. technically a Michael Myers victim. Yeah. By the way, uh, shout out to Bob Odenkirk. He has suffered a, a small heart attack earlier this year on the set of Better Call Saul. We wish him well. We love the show. We love Mr. Show Bob. We love his career. Yeah. He's an amazing, like if you guys don't know him outside of Better Call Saul or Fargo, Season one, like, go check out his other shit. Like, nobody, Dude, the new nobody, movie, nobody. Yeah, came out this past year. But like, nobody's Mr. Show Bob and David's fucking amazing skit comedy show. So, side it, not new Halloween, but he is in it. So, I figured I would reference that. All right. So, we've, I've brought up high points. I didn't know if there's anything else. I'll that... bring up a low point, man. It's the and... harshest point of the fucking movie, dude. Right. When that other inmate kills himself, that was rough, dude. I felt really bad. I got a little tedious. It got a little tedious with the mob situation, and I understand what yeah. they're trying to go with. But after a while, yes, we get the point. Yes, they're angry and stuff like that. And I can see where that 
they were showing the results of the mob mentality of literally turning yourself inmate. into a monster. Yeah, that's what you're doing. You're turning yourself into a monster. But I felt they focused so hard on him. He went to the hospital asking for help, and they were like, "Oh, that's Myers." And then the people that actually know Michael Myers say that's not him. Yeah. And then he's running, and he just wants help. And Karen was so nice to him, locked him up, and they were breaking through. And then you just see his slow descent until I have only one option. Yeah. And like that. Oh, by the way, the practical effects of his body. Holy shit! Holy fuck! That you know was, I thought about that. There yeah. was arms and legs, places, brains they everywhere, be. Yeah. dude. But but I would say they, I felt bad for him. There was a moment though that I thought was almost a blown opportunity. Mm. All right, because again, uh, Lori's daughter uh, makes it up there first. Allison, yeah, yeah, and she goes over there. Oh, Karen, Karen, and the he's and she sees he's hiding around the side, and she offers. She's like, "I'm gonna help you," and she offers her hand, and he grabs her hand. And I was thinking, man, if that was Michael right there, that would have been fucking amazing. amazing. No, I I felt. Did you know Rachel, what I mean? Like, I felt Rachel tense up. She's like, "Oh fuck, no, that's because you never that's see. Him. You just see the hand. You see his shoe, right? Michael wears a boot." Sorry. But I'm just saying. He never changes his shoes. I'm just saying that would have been an amazing. If she's like, here's my hand, he went, oh, cool. Can I just rip your arm off now or stab you in the face? Like, why would you so easily yeah. come to me like that? But yeah, no, it was it was just the other, you know. Inmate. And it, it sucks that, that that had to happen to him to show the townspeople. Like, so if they had condensed some of the mob running, I would have been a lot happier. And in the same instance, the continuous evil. Everyone thinks they're the ones that need to fucking kill Michael. Shut the fuck up yeah. and just kill him. Like, oh, the oh, I must kill him. Oh, he no. It's like Jamie's like, I'm the one that's got to kill him. Hawkins is like, I'm the one that's got to kill him. Yeah, and like everyone's like, I'm the one that's got to kill him. Like, shut the fuck up and go. I kill know him. Tommy's I, like, I owe him one. Like, yeah. dude, you didn't do shit. And man. at first, it's cool because he goes up and he's really sweet. He's like, Lori, uh, I got you because you know, 40 years ago, you protected me, and now I'm gonna protect. I'm like, that was awesome. If they had cut him but from saying anything else. <laughs> What that? really, really, it was almost like watching an episode of The Office in that scene because you get the scenes before that where she's high fiving Hawkins. She's like, Burn that motherfucker. He's dead. I won. And they're high fiving. They're having a good old time. And then runs in fucking Tommy. He's like, Okay, Lori, I'm going to take care of him. He escaped from the fire. I'm going to take. And she's like, Wait, what, what, what? And I'm like, Oh, dude. She was all drugged up and high and high fiving Hawkins. And this dude rolls in. He's like, Michael's alive. So I just shit on your fucking day. Um, and uh, I'm going to take care of it, though. Like, yeah. God he damn it, know. dude. He didn't know that Karen was lying to her. I know. He didn't know that Karen was lying to her. But that was so painful. Like earlier when she's just high fiving Hawkins about that. But us as an audience knows no. that that's not true. No. You get early in the movie where Lori's talking and she's like, we did it. We, we beat him. And you're like, no. As an no. audience, we know. No, that's not true. No. Oh. And fucking Karen fucking lies. Mm -hmm. So the big one I want to throw out there mm -hmm. that the, the thing that just it, it's hard for me to ignore is 2018 says everything. It's it's OG Halloween. And then 2018. Nothing else matters. None of the other Halloweens are factored into this at all. And they established most of 2018, Michael Myers is not the boogeyman. He's just a person. He's a fucked up person, right? They stress that. He, he, he's, he's not in, in, inhuman. He's not or superhuman, you know. And then the end of this one, motherfucker should be dead, all right? He got shot, stabbed so many fucking times. And again, if you want to say he's Jason or that kind of scenario, that's fine. But you established so much in 2018 that he wasn't like the Michael Myers and all yeah, the yeah, sequels, yeah. that, dude, just don't do so much shit to him that should kill anybody, yes. anybody. 
He yes, gets regardless. shot six times in the chest, stabbed with a pitchfork. How many times does he stab with a knife? I mean, like. Well, so, I mean, there are cases of people that find this thing, and if Michael's just always there, like, one thing we know for sure is Michael's pissed. He's like, yo, bitch tried to set me on fire. Fuck her. Like, he was, he is, we, we got angry Michael in this movie the well, whole time. Yeah, but like, you still need blood. Yeah. yeah, that blood the blood yeah. has to stay in your body exactly. like, in order for you to keep you, doing shit, all right? You cannot literally walk around without oxygen. <laughs> that many holes, all right? Yeah. 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 You, you know the the strainer, oh, the spaghetti strainer, like that many holes, try, take water and pour it, it goes out everywhere. That's Michael Myers' body at the end of Halloween Kills. That dude has so many holes from gunshots, pitchforks, knives, the blood's everywhere, right? Yeah. Unless he's on like, unless he has like really thick blood, and he's like, I don't like, he's I like, got a very I high like, hemoglobin count. If Halloween well. ends shows him pull up, and he's got Kevlar, he's got something, you know, and he didn't take all those shots and stabs and all that. All right, awesome. So okay, here's we go. Here's a good thing. Why wouldn't he like killed like in 2018? He killed like three cops right there at the thing. Why? Why? Like maybe that's what it is. Like, that would help me out. That would have been that would have been smart to say like Michael again isn't a fucking idiot and yeah. he puts on a fucking vest. Yeah, like that would because I will say this to, to help your argument. Nobody headshotted that motherfucker. No, and it's but I but I also understand what you're saying. Like you're right. Like now we're on like Halloween two territory. Yeah, like OG eighty one Halloween and two. And it wouldn't where he's bother like, me except they stress so much in twenty eighteen. This dude is just a human being who is a human who just just fucked up in the head. But I do believe, and I just rewatched. We just rewatched this at the con, but we were also partying. So, but I'm pretty sure that I mean he gets Rory shot. Still says he's the boogeyman. Yeah, in twenty eighteen. Like, as the movie goes on, like, the, the scene you're talking about, it was at the beginning. As the movie goes on, he's, she is, like, adamant that he is, like, the boogeyman. I mean, the one lesson we, we learned is, I mean, she fucking blew his fingers off. They didn't regenerate. If anything, I just start chopping his hands off. He can't grab anything to kill you he with. He stab you if you don't have an yeah, arm. He, he might be able to nub you to death. I don't know, but it's going to be a lot Ooh. harder, right? Oh, God. I mean, you like, probably pound you is that, with is his that, nubs. Is that like the Halloween porn version? Is like, I'm going to nub you to death? Pretty much, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, he would take the nub and put it in somebody's face over and over again and kill them. He would. Yeah. He totally would. But take his hands away. Yeah, take it, his hands away. Obviously, his fingers idea. can come off. That's a good idea. The culmination of the end was the way it worked. You know, so Lonnie, Allison, and Cameron go in. They figured out based off where the kills have happened throughout the rest of the night where he's going back to his house. So I've got to say, top kill I didn't mention was Big John's death. Holy fuck! Oh, you mean where uh, he goes eyeballs, brains. eyeballs, eyeballs, and and he just keeps going because you expect, all right, he's dead. No brains, no. brains come he out. He just keeps going, brains man. Come he, out. It's almost like he was trying to like, what's in this head? Like he went to pop it open and see if there's a prize inside. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, and I gotta say, Little John's uh response to it after he cried he sees him he's like you came home like he's just like oh because he's standing in the same spot it was like yeah oh and then he's like i'm dead it's, i'm dead anyway Other yeah than that, i'm dead <laughs> i could tr no, no just kill me yeah, yeah. he's like i what's I, what am i what am i gonna do but they when they went to the myers house uh lonnie cameron and allison lonnie goes in first because you know he's like oh, i didn't go i lied i didn't go in when i was a kid he's scared shitless you hear a gunshot cameron and allison go in and this just sets up the beginning of the last you know like 25 20 25 minutes of the movie and they find again here he actually uses a photo to display this couple but he got the bodies wrong he switched yeah them. but big still, john yeah he's still trying to be artistic he's right to be art. he's, it's, it's art no one understands my art but how he gets cameron when it's like this is like you know when he's walking and he sees the closet like he's going to the closet he knows that like it's either one of those back bedrooms or the fucking closet like he's, he knows that's yeah. where he's at and 
He's got the gun out and then the drip, and he looks up and sees his dead fucking dad stuffed in the attic door. Yep. But when Michael busts out there, like the way he just comes out of that fucking closet, oh Jesus, that was beautiful. I mean, he fucks him up. And what's oh, amazing yeah. is is he keeps slamming his head through the railings, and you know, like, and he he leaves him, and you're like, oh, wow, I'm I'm kind of surprised. Paralyzed, clearly, I can't, yeah. like the dude is not moving any arms, Below legs, or anything. He's yeah. not moving anything. And it's crazy because she's down at the bottom of the stairs, and she's like, oh, but, uh, and he no, walks. When she falls down, can we talk about her leg? Yeah. No, we don't. We don't, yeah. we don't no, Hunter, uh, we, we, what happened to her leg? It, there's a bone thing. It's, it's, yeah. Yeah, no, it's it, not even a bone thing. It's like a hip literally God going the damn wrong it. I way, know. dude. That was ugly looking. But you have the show down. He's coming down the stairs. And I was just thinking, like, wow, I guess he's going to not kill that dude. And then he stops. He goes, oh, oh, yeah, you. You're breathing. Yeah, Stop you're making noise. Oh, yeah, you're. You're bre- yeah, you're you're doing you're, you're bringing attention to yourself, and I thought for a minute there, and this would have been a, what he did was pretty badass, but I thought he was just gonna raise his arm and just pound it, and like the dad in, mm-hmm. in 2018 where the neck is farther back than the neck should go, I thought he was gonna do that and just take his arm and go down with it. He still twisted it, that was cool. I just thought like yeah, he was gonna yeah. he was gonna pound the head. It was still really fucking. Ugh. But still, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then you know we you know so the whole setup with Karen you know coming at the right time which of course yeah and tricking him into the street over I will say the fuck can we talk about this was in the trailer the walk through the alley as Karen's running and then it turns back and shows him God fuck that walk is awesome like yeah. James U Courtney nailed that shit like that because you and like. That whole scene without his mask on, can we talk about how the camera work was done so well? It was very reminiscent face? of, yeah, they they hit you at different angles and everything. And they almost so you think, okay, and he's walking towards the camera, and then the camera pans down. And then there's another scene where they're falling from behind, and the camera goes around him just enough, but you don't see his face. Well, like they when kept they put- saying... They when kept it, fucking with him, which shows, was awesome. When it shows Karen outside telling him with the mask, and he shows him out on the porch, but it's it blurred out, yeah. and she's in focus, you're like, you motherfuckers. Which, I mean, we all know what James Courtney looks like. He's been a con. It's just awesome that they refuse. Exactly. And that, You'll you, get a you know, little bit here and there, like the eyes that's kind of sunken in, mm-hmm. like, but you don't get one straight ahead shot. You can nope. play you can play pause the pause game. Burnt underneath when he yeah. puts his mask back on when he's, fight, when he's fighting the townspeople. That setup was cool. That setup was cool. I, it is I weird that. to have such a victorious moment and then well, cut back. Michael let that happen. I know. But I'm just he saying, but you have uh, the, the score during it, too. It's just like, we did it. We're beating your ass. Fuck you, Michael. And then you it's don't almost. Stop. That's the thing. You just don't, you don't stop. stop. And don't then stop. it's almost like, and he went, are y'all done? Are y'all done? Yeah. Y'all done? Cause was that the big final moment? Stab me in did, the back of the did neck? Did y'all or? not hear about what I did to the firefighters okay. that had bigger and better fucking weapons than y'all motherfuckers have so fucks them all up dude i was just like i remember when i first saw him like no way like no way like like you don't stop you do not stop with michael the problem is like with karen like if she just taken the pitchfork and stabbed him in the fucking head yeah instead of throwing it to the side what (sighs) the fuck is wrong with people dude it's double tap it's just it's simple double tap seriously she stabbed him one time she well my job's done like if you not watched anything like come on Uh, but uh, anyway but let's get to that very last shot. Uh, I was not expecting that at all. And that was awesome. As she goes up there, she's in that that Michael spot. Michael spot watching out the window. Oh, when she sees him, young Michael in the window. Yeah. Before she goes in. Yeah. Because they, there's a whole reference to like he wasn't looking out. He was actually looking at himself in the reflection in the mirror. 
Yeah. In, or in the window. Remember, like, they talk about he wasn't looking out at Haddonfield. He was looking at himself, you know? But you get that. She's up there, and he pops up. Mm. And now she he's like. She got bloody, too. Yeah. And that's, and that's the thing. Mm. Man, I'll be honest. It, it's two different genres. But, man, you want to talk about I had that same kind of Empire Strikes Back feeling because Michael has just killed Lori's daughter. Like, yeah. That's fucking it. That's it. And yeah. then like you get that last that shot of Laura and she's it's like this is this is going down to the final like well, there's a throwdown. Well, before we get that's pretty much wrapped up the movie, but before we get to it, so I have read some things about kills that and it's not a spoiler for the movie, but uh apparently there is a four year time jump. Really? Yeah. No shit. That yeah. shocks me, but I yeah. guess you kind of. And that might be to. misinformation, but it's it, it was you know it, it had quotes from David Gordon Green in the interview. It makes sense though because they stress she's not doing too well. Like she tries to get up, she gets kicked she by. Need, no, she needs somebody she like needs a somebody dumbass and busts and her stitches. Her. So yeah. you, you want to give her a little healing time. Yeah, ammo up a little bit, set forth another setup trap. But here's the thing: is that you know, where's Michael? It, good? Are we, I hope we don't it, get Rob Zombie too, Michael. This uh, is like, where's he gonna go for four years? Yeah, I know. Like, what the fuck's he going to do for four years? But in the same instance, I feel like they kind of set up here, too. He wasn't motivated to get her. The doctor brought her. Yeah. He wasn't going for her. And because, you know, you get to when he first puts a mask on, he's just house to house making his way. So is he now to his house? Yeah. So is he now motivated to, for her? Like, is that a motivation now? How If, if he's not motivated for her, how do they do a four-year time jump? And I'll throw this out there. Paths? We see another house on fire, and mm. that's that's her going, fuck you, asshole, set that house on fire. Mm. Now, now, to quote all the sequels of all time, it's personal. <laughs> so that's-, that's There little, is no window to look out of, because that fucking house is charred, right? Yeah. That, that's actually a really good point. Yeah. That's really, I mean- she, she sets it up. But we miss the- we, you know, we say that, like, we can't think of another way, but we also miss the fact he in the fucking gun cabinet, basically, yeah. the whole goddamn time, idiots. But that is something I read, and it talks about like, and there it, it says it in the article, and then it goes to a quote from David Gordon Green saying that there is a bit of a time jump. So unless that was bullshit and misdirection, apparently it's not going to finish up on the same night, which makes sense because by sense. now it's like fucking Again, almost she's dawn. Got, she's got to fucking heal. I mean, yeah. give her at least a little bit. But also by now it's almost dawn. Like what? How like how long are the nights in fucking Haddonfield, Illinois? Exactly. Like, Jesus Christ. So I guess it's going to wrap up. This Halloween kills on the chopping block episode. It survived. It did. I mean, I I saw it twice. I I, I enjoyed it. The reason I say that it was not as good as eighteen because I didn't leave feeling the same about it. And yeah. I thought about why that was. Was it because I hadn't seen a really good Halloween movie in a while when I walked out of seeing eighteen? No, it was just because eighteen was better. Eighteen was just done I think better. the pacing was better too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Twenty uh, kills uh, falls under this. Like the pacing is good at a certain point, and then. Right when you get past like the inmate killing himself, the pacing kind of goes askew. Yeah, you know what I mean. I feel like at that part, which is basically the beginning of the third act. Yeah, the pacing just kind of gets. They want to go fast. They want to slow down. They want like, and they're not doing it. Like I feel like before that, there was enough where it was like kill story, kill story. You know, it was it was enough of everything that the pacing in the last third I thought was just a little too much. But it, I mean, it passed for me. I mean, oh yeah, I, I have little things here or there, but overall, fuck man, I'm gonna watch this. I'm gonna own this movie. Fuck, I mean, yeah, like dude. yeah, I'm and already I think, dude. Yeah, <laughs> like I already I pre-ordered the shirt before the movie, and I don't regret pre-ordering the shirt. Like, fright rags, Halloween, Halloween kill shirt. They got a long sleeve too. Go get that shit. Yeah, I, I put it kind of as satisfactory as ho- uh, Halloween two was with Halloween, where there's stuff you can pick out here or there, but overall, 
it's a satisfying movie. Mm-hmm. It follows that first one. This is a satisfying movie that follows 2018. Yes, agreed. So hit us up, lowdownbrown.gygmail.com. Let us know what you think about Halloween Kills. Uh, hopefully you've seen it by now. This episode is releasing like literally a week after it is dropped in theaters. I mean, I, any, oh, any good horror fan is going to oh, see Jesus it. Jesus fucking right. Christ. Uh, but uh, yeah, let us know what you think. Let us know um, if you agree or disagree. If you liked it, didn't like it, we want your feedback. We want to know what you think. Um, also, go to GIPodcast.com. Check out all the other shows on the network. Go to our links page. Check out our Amazon link and shop through Amazon. Buy any last minute Halloween spooky stuff you want. It doesn't matter how long it's up. It's the fact that you put it up. That's It'll right. there for next year. Fucking right. And also, Christmas is right around the corner, so you might as well get a jump on that shit, too, because you know that's we know money. it. Yeah, yeah it's too. quick, man. Fuck. And um, go to our link, T Public. That's where all the merch is for all the shows under the network. Everyone's got designs. Some just random designs, some show-specific, but you can get on anything you think of. Good shit there. And as always, embrace the madness. Lowdown Brown. Inviting you to check out Geek Some of the Influence, a podcast that pairs booze with conversation with good friends. And a little nerd culture. We get a lot of colorful conversation out of our episodes, but it is here for everyone. No gatekeeping. Always level up everything we do. We'll punch up, never punch down. Exactly. So check out Geeks Under the Influence everywhere you get your podcasts and join us or die. Shut the fuck up, Hobbit. Welcome to GUI Nights. GUI Nights. Yeah, I am Lowdown Brown. With me as always, Mike the Hobbit. This is the tangential side of GUI. This is like so many of those other shows that has the after the show bit mixed with a little bit of Baywatch Nights, so it's a little sexier. It's a little bit after hours. Uh, Also while tying it into the previous episode of GUI, so look forward to that too because this comes out the week after the flagship hour-long episode. So make sure to check out GUI Nights, and uh, when you're done, you can go the fuck home. In a world ravaged by movie studios that keep rehashing the same things, only one podcaster has the guts to make it even worse. Join Mike the Hobbit as he traverses the internet to bring you some of the best and worst ideas for reboots, remakes, and reimaginings of some of your favorite and least favorite TV and film properties. Ideas like a John Waters He-Man movie, Fantastic Four the musical, and Aliens done entirely with marionettes. What podcast would bring this evil upon the world? This is Smack My Pitch Up. Available anywhere you get your podcasts. Hey guys, Scotty Big Daddy Preston here. That's right, the Geek Father, asking you to join me here every other week with friends and family of the GUI Network as we go through all the trials and tribulations of being a geeky parent. So remember, join us or cry. 
My name is Amy Bogard. And I'm Mike the Hobbit. And we are the hosts of Deeply Upsetting, where we use our expertise to answer your most upsetting hypothetical quandaries, such as what non-wigged animal deserves wings? And what body part deserves a secret mouth? Which cryptid is the worst roommate? These questions and more that plague you will be answered on Deeply Upsetting, available anywhere you get your podcasts and at GUIPodcast.com.